which is the, probably the shortest I've ever read, thank you Simon, is taken from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 7, verses 13 to 14, and can be found on page 7 at the back of the church Bible. The narrow gate. Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the road is easy that leads to destruction, and there are many who take it. For the gate is narrow and the road is hard that leads to life, and there are few who find it. This is the word of the Lord. John, thank you very much. Let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for words from heaven spoken by your Son so long ago. Speak through them this morning to each of us that we would know what it means to enter through the narrow gate and to go on walking until we see you face to face. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Roland did a brilliant job of demonstrating the two of these with Isla and with Evie. And then with Grandpa, Grandad John doing the reading, it's a Hattersley morning, which is fantastic. Now, Roland let you off lightly. Because imagine if we got everyone to come up and have a go at one of them. You know, he said, what about me doing one, Roland doing the other? Can you imagine that? There is very obviously behind me a wide way and an easy way. A narrow way and a hard way. And gates, as Jesus talks about, are in many places in life. And so I've got three pictures. Here's the game. You've got to tell me where it is. So here's the first picture. Where's the gate? Do we know where the gate is? Any idea? It's not far away. I know the screen's tricky with the lights on, but any ideas? Winnet's Pass. Well done, David Peck. It is Winnet's Pass, and I didn't know this. This gate only was created in 2021 because a certain gentleman by the name of Wesley Christopher Chambers wanted to change that area from a stile to a gate so that everyone could enjoy the view of Winnet's Pass, and you can see just in the... In the background, Hope Valley. So there's a narrow gate. You can go there, 20-minute drive, and see the expanse. What about the next one? Where is this gate? Very topical. Any ideas where this gate is? Again, sorry for the pictures. Oh, yeah. Any ideas? It's topical. That's a clue. This lady, the one with the funny hat things, this is a lady called Rebecca Sheely, and she was the millionth visitor, the millionth fan to the Women's Football World Cup. And so she passed through the gate and was met by the mascot because they've had, over the whole tournament, around two and a half million visitors. And this lady, Rebecca Sheely, was the millionth. One narrow gate, but it got her to see the football. And she's actually got tickets for the whole thing. She's there today. She's watching the final. What about this last one? Here's a final gate. Anyone know where this gate is? A little bit further away from the peaks, but not as far as Australia. Any ideas? Ju North Wales or Jerusalem? They are similar. <laughs> it, it is Jerusalem. I mean, Conway Castle looks similar. It's Jerusalem. It's the Damascus Gate. There are eight gates around the, the, the modern or ancient city of Jerusalem, and this is the Damascus Gate you can pass through. And so when Jesus talked about a narrow gate, he was probably thinking about the last one in particular. And he said, it's difficult. If you've been a Christian, if you've followed Jesus for any length of time, you know it's difficult. 
There are things inside that make it difficult to follow Jesus. There are things outside that make it hard to follow Jesus. If we'd had a race and got everyone up to the front, many would have gone through here, wouldn't they? Most. Except perhaps Evie, Shona, maybe Lucy. Many, many, Jesus says, go through the wide gate. It's easy. It's popular. Very few, Jesus says, go through the hard gate. And if we're a Christian, whether we're very young or very old, we'll know something of that as well. Maybe we're the only Christian in our family. Maybe we're the only Christian amongst our neighborhood, maybe in our place of work, maybe amongst our friends. And Jesus has been very honest this morning. As he comes to the end of the Sermon on the Mount, he says, we're to enter. One thing to do today, one thing to do, enter. Enter through the narrow gate. And after the song, we'll try and think, well, what is this narrow gate? And what's it mean to keep going as we enter and beyond? So Jesus says one thing to do as he's reaching the conclusion of the Sermon on the Mount. Enter, go through the narrow gate. One's wide, one is narrow. And we've got a little game now to play, a game called Would You Rather. You might have played it before. You've got to choose between two things. So on the screen, with the reading... There are some would you rather. Would you rather this or that? So, can you see? You've got to choose between something that's hard or easy. You've got to choose between life or destruction. You've got to choose between many and few. So with the person or people next to you, which of those do you prefer? Do you prefer things that are hard or easy, many or few, life or destruction? Over to you, 30 seconds, go. What do you think? Okay. Now, we'll we'll do a show of hands. Um, And of course, some people might prefer hard things. Some people might prefer things with few quiet afternoon. Hands up. Who prefers the hard to the easy? Who prefers the hard to the easy? Anyone prefer hard to easy? We've got a few. They like the challenges, yeah? We've got some. It's good to face challenges. What about the next one? Oh, we'll do the last one. Many or few? Do people like to be with many or few? Hands up if you like to be with many. Anyone with many? Yeah. And a few? We've got lots of introverts. Lovely. Fantastic. And what about the other one? What about the last one? Life or destruction? Hands up. Who wants life? Who wants destruction? There we are, hands down. Okay, so Jesus, it's silly to say, but Jesus is a brilliant teacher, isn't he? He's offering us these either-ors. And while some of us like things that are hard and some of us like things with few, actually when Jesus tells us about the narrow gate, the wide gate, the two ways, then he knows often, most of the time, we like the easy way. And he knows often, most of the time, we like the way with many. But he knows that all of us given the choice of life or death, want life. That's what we want. And Jesus is like the old prophets of old, like Moses, or like David, saying, choose life. Choose life. And you get life through entering through the narrow gate. But the question remains, you know, we can go to Winnet's Pass and walk through that gate very easily. You can go to Jerusalem and walk through a gate. What does it mean to enter through the narrow gate? And I was thinking and remembered one of the statements of Jesus when he says, I am. Do you remember? I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the resurrection. I think the the one we most easily forget is the one where Jesus says, I am the gate. John chapter 10. Jesus says, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me, will be saved. 
So what is the narrow gate? The narrow gate is none other than Jesus Christ himself, who, for all of us who are Christians, know he took that narrow way, didn't he? There's nothing more narrow than a cross and being nailed to it. He took that way. He faced destruction for us so that we can know life. He is the gate. And many of us have done what it says to enter through him, to believe in him, to trust in who he is, the Son of God, and to say, actually, what Jesus has done in dying and in rising again is for me. And so the question is, how do we keep going? Because you enter once, but then how do you keep going? And many of us this morning have been following Jesus for many years, I'm sure. As I set out to train for the marathon, I've been told that it's very simple. All you have to do for 26 miles is keep putting one foot in front of the other. It's as easy as that, apparently. All 42 kilometers. The Christian life, Jesus says, is a journey. We enter through the narrow gate. We go on in the Christian journey until we see God. That's the great joy. That's the the great vision at the end of our life. We go on one step at a time. And so let me encourage you this morning, for those who have entered the narrow gate, to go on as you first began. It's lovely that the New Testament doesn't tell us often to race, although the Christian life is a race. It tells us to walk. To walk one step at a time. And some of us this morning, we might have lost our way a little bit. Temptations within, things in the world around us, and it's caused us to, if we're honest, veer off the narrow path. Jesus calls us again today to follow him, to receive afresh the life and love that he offers. And some of us today might think, you know what, I'm on the fence. There's the old saying, those who sit on the fence have splinters in their backside. But Jesus says there is no fence. There are two ways. The narrow way, the narrow gate, and the wide gate. You know if you've entered through the narrow gate, you know if you've decided, I want to follow Jesus. I want what he's done to be for me, to count for me. And you know if you've not done that. And today, the God of love, the God who speaks this famous sermon, the gazebo and the tunnel, he says to you today, enter. I am the gate. Believe in me. For each of us this day, our Lord says to enter and then to keep walking. Rebecca yesterday had a terrible journey from Sheffield down to Southampton to see her family. They're there with Rosanna for a few days. Meant to take three and a half hours, took six. Terrible journey. I should have recorded that bit so she has the sympathy of all saints when I ring her later. What made it worth it for Rebecca and Rosanna is seeing family at the end. Her mum and dad, her brother, her sister, all Rosanna's cousins on Rebecca's side of the family. Jesus says the journey with him is worth it. Hard, difficult along the way, trials, temptations, challenges, but worth it. The God who came from heaven, who's gone back to heaven, says, follow me. And one day when we're with him, we will know that each step we took, each time we took the narrow way, each time we listened and followed the voice of Jesus, 
was more than worth it. And so for each of us, as we come to a time of confession, let's come as we are, wherever we are, on the narrow road, drifting off on the fence, and let's pray that we know the grace and help of God to follow him one step at a time. Words will be on the screen. Please join in the words in bold. Let's have a moment's quiet.